0: We present the Unbound Sketchbook, written by Gareth Johnson, Brian Murray, Dario Knight and Matthew Doherty. Volume 6. This treasure had better be worth it. We lost many good members of the crew getting here, and most of the ship ones too.
1: Oh, my dear Captain... Don't you trust me? Just open your godforsaken chest, will (laughs) ya? It's... a... book? Not just any book. The Unbound Sketchbook! What are we supposed to do with a... a book? Let me show you. Former India Delta India Omega Tango, you appear to be off course. Please advise.
0: Sorry, Control. We've been having a slight problem with navigation.
2: No, we haven't, dear.
0: Yes, we have. Anyway, Control, please give us instructions for how we can get back on course.
1: Bank 40 degrees to the right and continue as previously instructed. Your way off course.
0: Roger that. You hear that, dear? Way off course. That's the last time I take you as navigator.
2: Well, if you want to be late for the mission, feel free to follow the control tower's instructions. But maybe, just maybe, you should trust the person with the map.
0: I'm sure the control tower knows what he's doing. Fine.
2: I was going to take us on a shortcut, but have it your way.
0: A shortcut? Yes. We're in a plane. And? You don't get shortcuts in a plane.
2: You don't, because you never think outside the box.
0: Oh, bloody hell.
2: Don't swear in front of the children. The children? Boo! We were hiding. Why did you bring
0: them along?
2: It's bring your children to work day. But
0: but what if we got lost, or shot down, or or sent on a kamikaze mission again?
2: You're always holding them back with your what-ifs. What if they get lost? What if they get burned? I'm sure the chemistry teacher locked the cupboard for a reason.
0: They burned down the science
3: lab. Oh, he hit me!
0: You see, not only will it be dangerous for them, it'll be distracting for me. This whole mission is probably doomed because of you. Now, stop fighting or I'll just drop the bombs here and there'll be no dead Nazis for anybody. You can't
2: drop the bombs here. We're over Buckinghamshire.
0: Yeah, but we're only over High Wycombe. It's practically a service. Now go and play quietly, you two.
3: Okay.
0: Right. Now we're finally here. Who wants to see Daddy kill some bad people?
3: Yes, yes!
0: Okay. Where's your brother, by the way?
3: We're playing hide and seek. I think he's still hiding.
0: Well, it's his loss. He's just going to have to miss it. Bombs away! Um, Timmy, you know you said your brother was hiding?
3: Yes. Where was he hiding? In amongst a load of metal thingies, but he's not hiding very well, because now I can see him out there in the open. You lose! And in a shocking development in the war today, British pilots seem to have started a bizarre method of psychological warfare, dropping small children upon the enemy. Authorities are still baffled as to what the pilot in question was doing with his children in the plane in the first place, and quite how he ended up over Brazil at the time of the incident.
0: Well, it's amusing, but not really worth the lives of a crew. What use is it?
1: Well... You know that bothersome fairy that keeps interfering with your plans? What? Tinkerbell? Yes. I believe this chapter might give us some insight into what she's up to right now.
0: I call this meeting of the Fairy Council to order. Are we ready to begin?
1: Yes, oh most wise
2: and noble
4: king of the fairies. Good,
0: good. I'd I'd like you all to report on your most recent activities, bringing magic and wonder to the world. Tinkerbell, why don't you start?
2: I've been gathering fairy dust to sprinkle on those who truly believe in magic, to allow them to fly and have adventures and visit wonderful places and right wrongs and become heroes. Ah.
0: Well, that sounds wonderful. How about you, Blue?
2: I came across the dwelling of a lonely carpenter whose only wish was to have someone to love. So I brought one of his puppets to life so that they might learn to be better human beings and the puppet might become a real boy.
0: (gasps) Wow, great work. And lastly, that leaves Sharon. Yes? I can't help but notice you've brought the bag. You'll never guess what's inside. I think I might guess. ta Oh, every time. Did I do well? What are we supposed to do with a sack full of teeth? Aren't they beautiful? No, no they're not. Oh, and that one's got a hole in it.
2: You don't like the teeth?
0: How many times? No, I don't. Like the teeth.
2: Well then, what about the sense of magic I bring to children? They wake up and their tooth is gone and in its place,
0: money. Sharon, we run a very tight budget here. But I only leave about 50p. Per tooth? And you collect billions of the fucking things. With the money you've blown on teeth, we could have bankrolled the Belgian economy. Did I do bad? I'm sorry, Sharon, but you really are the worst fairy ever.
2: Oh, that's not fair. What about
5: Luigi? (gasps) Toenail clippings. Who wants a toenail clippings, huh? Toenail clippings for everybody. Um,
2: aren't we worried that accent might be slightly racist?
0: I wondered where all my toenail clippings disappeared to.
1: Well, now
5: you know. Stand back. It's in another sketch. So, you're auditioning for the part of Macbeth, is that correct? That is correct. Very well, if you'd like to begin reading the sample passage. <clears throat> is this a dagger I see before me? The handle thick and strong and
3: firm and welcoming towards my hand. <clears throat> Come, let me clutch thee. Let me grasp your welcoming hilt as we come together in union and I can use you to thrust deep into Duncan's warm, soft, inviting flesh and watch as the fluids burst forth in a celebration of my assentance and...
5: Uh, uh Mr. Freud, if you could please stick to the words on the script. I'm sorry, but the words are so inspiring, sometimes I get carried away. (laughs) Yes. Well, if you could just stick to the script, please. Sorry, where was I? Come, let me clutch thee. Ah, yes.
3: Come... Let me clutch thee. Or oh, art thou but a dagger of the mind? A false creation proceeding from the heat oppressed brain? I see thee still, and on thy blade gouts of blood vicious not so before. At the mere thought of all that. Thrusting into Duncan over and over, thrusting in and out and going deeper with each thrust has caused my dagger to erupt in a torrent of inflamed passions and I want to bathe in your juices as I continue to thrust in and out and in and out
5: and oh daddy, I mean Duncan. That's it. If you can't even read one scene without going off script, we'll just have to find another Macbeth. Fine, but you'll have to find yourself a new Lady Macbeth as well. Come mother, we're leaving.
3: This book doesn't seem natural. Are you sure it's not
1: evil? What? Just because the next sketch is all about a demon? where Where, where am I? Uh, there was this light and and, and then oh. ah, the new arrival. Excellent. What's the? Oh. Ah, yes, a bit confused. That can happen a lot. Well, uh, there's no easy way to say this. Uh, I'm afraid you're dead. What? Yes, dead. Dead? Dead as a doornail. Dead as a dust mite in a dishwasher. Dead as a dehydrated donkey. Dead as... Don't! Ah, allow me to alleviate you from my awful alliteration. Accepted. Damn it! Please don't blaspheme in front of a divine representative. Divine representatives? Uh, hang on, are you like my guardian? Uh, demon, Yes. Sorry, Guardian Demon? Shouldn't that be Guardian Angel? Ordinarily, yes, but, uh, well, they're very short-staffed over in heaven, so I will be conducting your assessment on their behalf, though obviously from a more damnation-based standpoint. Well, that hardly
0: seems fair.
1: Oh, you think you deserve better than that, do you? Yes. You wish you were like one of those other people who had a Guardian Angel... Kinda, yeah. Right, well, that's pride and envy, and we're off to a flying start. As a Category 2 sinner, you are condemned to spend the rest of eternity in a restaurant that, although they serve excellent steaks, no matter how you ask for them to be cooked, they always come out well done. And if you say that isn't your idea of a mild hell, then you're either lying or gastronomically illiterate.
0: Well, I mean, it's annoying, but that doesn't sound too
1: bad. Exactly. It's not really worth bothering about, is it? And at least you'll be well fed. I suppose so. Right, well, that sloth and gluttony is a Category 4 sinner, as well as the restaurant you are condemned to be slapped around the back of the head every time you say the word fish.
0: Sorry, I'll, I'll be slapped every time I say
1: fish. Ow! That's right. W- why fish? Ow! Well, you'd be surprised how often people say, um, how often they say, uh... Oh, oh, oh,
0: I'm not falling for that. You're just trying to get me to say fish. (coughs) Ow!
1: That really hurt. Look, if you don't like the punishments, you could always bribe me to get into heaven. Wait a second. This is a test. No, I won't bribe you. Oh, money more important to you than eternal salvation. If that's not avarice, I don't know what is. Oh, come on! Right, what else can we get you on? Well... Lust, obviously. That's an easy one, because I can tell you're totally into me. Uh, I'm really not. Oh, shut up. Yes, you are. Uh, I assure you, I'm not. Well, let's just see, shall we? This is our patented sin It beeps every time you sin. Right. Now. Are you hopelessly infatuated with my...
5: Gorgeous body.
1: No. Perp. Ah, you see, you see, the machine knows you're lying. Right. So I guess it's just wrath left then. You know what? Fuck you. Oh.
0: Right. Now, which way is it to heaven?
1: Yeah. It's definitely got wrath down. No, this book isn't right. I want nothing to do with it. Oh, don't worry, Captain. You won't do. (laughs) What be you laughing at? Oh, I'm just reading the next
3: sketch. Uh, uh, Excuse me, can I come in? Uh, Thank you.
5: Uh, This is Stalk Baby Delivery Service. Well, that arrow's has gone to shit, mate. Stalk baby delivery services, delivering babies, and providing assistance to first-time parents since 1801. How may I be of service today?
3: Do you possibly think I I, I might, um... Possibly?
5: You know, uh, sit down. Oh, fuck all else to do round here. Thank you. Right, what do you want? Well, it's my wife. You don't say. The labour seems to be taking an awfully long time. How long ago did the contractions start? Oh, um, quite some time ago. Details, son. I need details. This isn't booper. I'm not a bloody voodoo mind reader. Uh, uh,
3: Eighteen hours ago, I guess.
5: How dilated is she?
3: The midwife said six centimetres.
5: Right. Has she started referring to you as you total bastard yet? Uh, yes.
3: Although that's, that's most unlike her. Uh,
5: has she ever threatened to cut it off if you ever bring it nearer again, uh, once. Yes, well, let's look up the records on the computer then, shall we? Name? Brian Smith. Funny name for a pregnant woman? Oh, uh, uh, Beverly Smith. Date of birth? Of my wife? No, the Dalai fucking llama, mate. Uh, 15th of April, 1996. Yup, she's in for the long haul. I've got delivery down for Wednesday night. Weren't planning on washing Coronation Street, were you? Wednesday? I thought we'd be expecting tomorrow. On a Sunday? You must be kidding. Do you realise how much extra the union charges for weekend work? Well, uh, I, I didn't really... One stalk to deliver the sprog, plus handler, both at double time, plus food, it all mounts up. Oh, hang on, it says here we tried to deliver your sprog last month but there was no one home. Last month? That can't be right. She said she wasn't due until next week. One delivery, June, 17th of June, 2016. Order placed, September 2015. September? impossible. I was out of the country at work. I didn't get back until October. That's when... Oh, dear. That means... Sorry, son. Looks like she's been ordering from a different catalogue.
1: At last, the unbound sketchbook is mine. All mine. What do you mean all yours, you swab? (laughs) Ah! Yep, that'll do it. (laughs) Play the final sketch.
2: Still no word? No, I don't know what's wrong. usually texts. Flights are always delayed. He's probably Mm jet-lagged. Not him. Well, he may be used to jetting off to America every few months, but it happens to everyone. I'm going to text
4: him again. Where are
2: you? Well, I'd better go check the oven. (gasps) I'd better turn the heat down. It's starting to shrivel. In. <laughs> D- are you having one of your veggie moral crises again we need to eat them nick otherwise the fucking things would be everywhere it's nick it just texted back look oh my god he's on death row what the hell he's a tipex salesman no no it's a front what <gasps>
4: Rachel, I'm so sorry. You you shouldn't have to know about this. Know about what? For the last four years, Nick has been smuggling crystal meth out of New Mexico. What? It was his first trip over there. The cartel hijacked his rickshaw and forced him to smuggle two ounces into the country and Tipex bottles. Oh, my God. He got away with it. We thought that was it. But then they sent him his cut of the sale. It was almost enough to buy a new sit-on mower for the garden. We only needed another 300 to cover it. So Nick went back.
2: Oh, Jesus, Nicola. <laughs>
4: we couldn't stop. After the mower, it was an espresso maker. New heated seats for the Audi. Oh and then two bespoke hand carved walnut dashons for the dining room fireplace Not the Dashons We were saving for a pair for
2: the lounge <laughs> Oh what what what?
4: It's Nick <laughs> His phone auto-corrected his last message. He's not on death row. He's at Heathrow. (laughs) Right, better get a move on then. He'll be here in a minute. How's that chicken doing?
0: The Unbound sketchbook was written and performed by Gareth Johnson, Brian Murray, Matthew Doherty and Dario Knight with Alistair Sanderson, Emily Pugh, John North, Joe Pratt, Pete Benson and Hannah Rogers was recorded by Pete Benson, edited by Gareth Johnson and produced by Dario Knight for Unbound Productions.